Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, ear jockeys. Dave here. Just a note that we have a whole brand new line of merchandise that's just dropped on Public. Everything from t-shirts to pillows to hoodies to phone cases is available from our storefront online. If you want to have a look at what we've got on offer, you can find it at thedragonfriends.com slash merch. Just make sure you click the Public banner at the top of the page. Also, if you have any ideas for merch we should be making in the future, just let us know in the Dragon Huddle on Facebook. That's all. Enjoy the show. Why are you annoyed? Let's. Why are you annoyed? Because I think you knew that I wanted the spider from Wild Wild West. And I so think you- you're very upset, therefore, that your dungeon master included it in the campaign. No, but you didn't give it to us. You gave it to our enemy. Yeah. So, do you want everything just to be literally handed to you? I, you know what, what I'm going to do? One time this episode, I am going to do something very nice for you. Okay. And I want you to acknowledge and remember it. You owe me! Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle, bobbing pancakes. He was running with the wolves. Where was Beals? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Banknote? He runs his papa's company, Dark Lord's Trust. He's a very naughty man. Finally together. The lad for hope we call the Dragon Ducal revels of Daggerford, proud tradition spanning back hundreds of years since the time that a small boy stabbed a lizard man on a ford somewhere and doubtless created a wonderful uh, backstory for a complex caravan trading town. Gotta write this shit down, man. (laughs) It's hard to do it when we improvise the first half of the show. The Dragon Friends have found themselves now at the court of... Pomplamus LaCroix, administrator of these lands in the name of the vampire Von Zarovich himself, otherwise known as Strad. You have come here as guards, but already you have been promoted to guests, it seems, for your sterling work, uncovering a vicious uh, criminal working for Cell 17, crack commando outfit under the command of the baby king of Waterdeep himself, who meant LaCroix Harm for that service, you find yourselves now with a table amidst, I would say, approximately 40 civic dignitaries of Daggerford, some of whom you possibly remember, but all of them toffs. Is Crawford there? Crawford, you have not yet seen, but from, you can see a couple of other likely faces Dr. Arian Nossus, the local um, doctor and autop- autopist. Autopsist. Nope. Excuse me? Coroner. Yeah, coroner. Is it is it the coroner we know? Yeah, the yeah, coroner Dr. we Arianosis. know. Dr. Arianosis. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Wait, yes. what, was, what was her, her tick? She couldn't <laughs> say any words. didn't know the names of um, any body parts. Is that right? Was that what it was, Ben? Like, yeah. Also, you see um, monks, monks from the New Hill Sanatorium, uh, priests from the various temples, uh, all kinds of toffs. Smiggins is there in a corner um, looking good. Looking great, actually. Any sign of Smiggins? Smiggins? He's, no, he's got a new suit on, and Smiggins is Smiggins. You know what? There's something just just moving around in his pocket, that, and a little telescope every now and then sometimes shows itself. But of Lacroix, articulated Meccano Manser himself, he is nowhere. <laughs> Sorry, I just 
I, I haven't done this in three months, but I just tried to drink my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, articulated Meccano-Mancer himself, he is nowhere to be seen. The room has the buzz of a party that is not quite popping yet. The bar is open, the side table surprisingly pedestrian, and the dragon friends have a table to themselves. Um, oh, guys, this is a bit bloody swish, isn't it? So is um, LaCroix in the in this? He is nowhere robot? to be seen. Oh, he's not in the robot. He's not here yet. The only people... So far, the room is still um, filling up. You can see an imperial-style box at the back of the theatre, where mm. presumably his... This whole theatre, by the way, is is a is the centre of the second floor of Daggerford Castle. What's the chandelier situation? Uh, the chandelier situation? Yeah. Uh, one, in, in, in normal narrative stakes, there's just one big fuck-up chandelier. Yeah, and is it tied up? Can I... It's a big rope. Can I fan over the opera that shit? I mean... Oh, yeah. It goes without saying, yes, but it is directly uh, over you. I'm gonna fan over the opera the shit out of that Well... Oh, yeah. you will Did we never day. discover the theatre inside the Daggerford <laughs> Castle the whole of last season? You never went up to the second floor. <laughs> what true. kind of, like... like the give third us a, floor has a functioning alchemy lab and wizard's tower. Give us, wow. an, give, give us an idea of what like what level of like professional theatre is this? Okay, so there's a um, obviously so, so obviously like cabbages played played elsewhere. Small like, proscenium arch, but would you moderate say, fly tower, minimum say, four flies, eight okay. fly lines. Sure, that's yeah, all right. Four flies for eight fly lines? Are you kidding they me? Can, they can they can stagger them and bring them in diagonally. All right, but my point uh, is, is there a gantry? Do, do you think? Do you think that the the, the the, the Daggerford players, when they were doing Cabbages, were saying, we'll play Daggerford Castle if we... Like, is that, it is was, that off-Broadway? It was and then pathetically staged in a way that suggested that they were trying to... That they had designed it to this theatre. To, okay, so to perform the um, play in front of the king. Okay. Hey, guys, so sorry to interrupt. I, I, it's, it's, <laughs> too it's, rare for, it's rare for me to, uh, to, make, to make this kind of point, but um, in high school I was too busy making out uh, with people. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, sucking myself off. So I didn't quite <laughs> learn about, I don't know, theatre or fly lines or Phantom of the what the fuck. Um, what does, how does any of this, what does is, what is Phantom of the Operaing a cylinder, uh, a um, chandelier involve? And, uh, well, it's tied up by a rope. I'm just thinking this crab's going to show up at some point. Yeah, but what, what, is, what does that mean? What does Phantom of the Opera... Do you know what? If Hing point. has never seen Phantom of the Opera... You're in for a treat. <laughs> 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 it's one of those things where uh, if this is gonna if this is gonna end in me having to guess a fucking number again, seriously. Wait, wait, can we quickly do the thing where Hing explains what he thinks Phantom of the Opera is about? Yes, please. Okay, I think there is an opera. Nailed it. Okay, so there's I, I, okay. This is backstory, right? I reckon there's a fucking. I reckon there's a. I reckon there's an opera like in a theater or some shit, right? Oh my and, god! And I have the, to guess it. No, and I reckon there's like because uh, I've I've seen I've seen the the mask. Obviously, it's a half mask. I reckon there was a guy who got fucked up in a fire when the theater was burnt down. Then it yep. got rebuilt. Yep. I mean, this is this is this is an old story. It's not. It's not. Andrew Lloyd Webber did not invent this story. Oh, so is this right? Yeah, so yeah. Far, so oh, good. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so that's, that's why he's covering his face. And I reckon he, like, 
I don't know. Maybe he has like a family in the attic, and he passes the burnt face mask now, no, generation no. to generation. <laughs> it's like, like you know how in the comic, the no, Phantom, you're thinking of the Phantom. You're this thinking is the of the, the Phantom. This is a that ring. Gets passed down. This is always the fucking problem. Is that everything that you remember is from a some kind of parody of it? So like, you're gonna be like, the Phantom lives at the Opera Populaire in Paris because he's been cursed because the new owner has stolen his recipe for flaming Moe's. <laughs> Do you, know that, do you know that Dave directed uh, a, a production of Fan of the Opera I in did. Canberra? I did, it's true. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I saw that. I drove well, down Well, then you're that. fucking cheating. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. And sorry, can I ask, in your production, was there a family of phantoms <laughs> living in the attic? I mean, was that an artistic what? choice? It's that a you brave made? artistic choice. <laughs> Were you even fucking there? I mean, I drove to... Look, all I know is I went to Canberra to watch it. Uh, you know. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And then it switched the whole time. The prologue on Skull Island. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dave, the lighting Island? was great. The lighting was great, Dave. <laughs> and how did they remember all those lines? Michael, H- Michael Hing there, yeah, playing fucking Nintendo Switch in the corner. So something's tweaked for Bobby. And at the table, he says to everyone, Hey, guys, did you think I was just... When I did the carve the 17 into the... Did you think I was just desecrating a live body for no reason? Oh, that's... Uh, that's was Because in my head, uh, I was like, this is a... They'll think it's a... Oh. Thought did cross my mind. I thought yeah. that's what you were doing. Yeah. I thought that you'd uh, broken bad pretty hard. Oh, because there was a plan the whole time. Like, I just thought that that was... Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure there was. It, it didn't seem like you just made it up on the spot when we thought, yeah, that's fine. You just did it so quick, you know, and you were just like... It's almost like you did it out of instinct. <laughs> was I'm smart. Like, it was a planned idea. It was like forethought. But yeah, right. Yeah. What do you... What, what do you... Do you think that I'm capable of that? Uh, well, we, I mean, we see you do it, so yeah, we think maybe yeah, you're I capable. Mean, yeah, but you're every time I do it, there's a reason. Yeah, yeah and the okay. reason was this time to mark the body, so I guess people would know we, we did it, I guess. is that You know what? who else always had a reason? Who? <laughs> a freezer. Oh, I mean, I, I wouldn't know anything about him, but he seems <laughs> cool Hey, guys, um, the Rebels are about to start. I've just... Positively filled my pants with shrimp. <laughs> with what? Thank God. Does he... <laughs> I really thought you were going to say feces. <laughs> Does he think that once the rebels start, they're going to make him leave? <laughs> well, look, there's a good chance. So I've gotten, I've, I've stepped what I've done. <laughs> okay. So, and I'd encourage everybody to do this. You put a lining of napkins in your pockets. And then just, it's shrimp time, baby. <laughs> but by the time you get home, uh-huh. the shrimp will all be spoiled. Yeah, it'll be rancid. <laughs> That's why I'm eating so much shrimp right now. Bobson, uh, B- why don't you just eat the shrimp off the plate like everybody else? Because people might take it. <laughs> we're, 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 we're at the richest party uh-huh. in the entire city. Yeah, but... yeah. By the richest man in the entire city. Sure. Region, I have a feeling region. you're not going to run out of shrimp. Look out, there's eight plates of shrimp for this table alone. Okay. Do you think we're going to steal yeah, it all? Are you guys you gonna, just robbed are you, us of shrimp. Are you guys going to finish that shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on. Baston clearly wants some shrimp and you're putting it all in your pants. Now look, what I've done is I've tied my pants at the ankles. <laughs> See, so, and he stuffed napkins. You'll just put them down his legs. <laughs> They just fill them right up. 
Are the napkins on the? I'm more are the napkins shrimp- protecting your legs? Oh, there's no napkins. <laughs> I just packed a little around the package. Wait, have, yes. these, have these been shelled or not? Oh well, look, I, I'm more shrimp than man here. Is all that I'll say. Look, all me saying is it wouldn't hurt to show a little decorum, especially when all you can do is layer levels and levels of smoked salmon upon each other <laughs> under your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil slips up her top and she's got like what? Like salmon strapped to her? <laughs> yeah. Just like, it's a, them on. like it's a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls of smoked salmon. Like it's a bowl. And plus, very insulating. If we have to go outside, look at me. Me will not be shivering. <laughs> Phil just sweating profusely. <laughs> We're all killing this. Um, we know how to party. But hey, look, um, do we have a plan for what happens oh, next? Or do, we have, do we have a run sheet for the evening? Do there is actually, yeah. There is a, a small menu and a, the, the, the night's revels. You can see a little card that has been placed at your table. Ooh. Actually, Dave, can I do an arcana check on me to see how much longer this disguised self spell is going to last? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Can we read? Uh, oh, that's a two. I guess I don't know. You don't. Dealer's choice. Five. Yeah, no, no idea. Could we have a little um, read uh, the card? Can I have a go of reading the card? You can because you can read. Filch can read. Uh, Filch got taught to read recently. Mm. Trained by a. Correct. Yeah, so that is our rich backstory. Uh, so if Filge is doing this, is it hard enough that she has to make an intelligence check? Or make, uh, No, oh, it's fancy calligraphy. Yeah, sure. It's kind of meaningless because someone else can read it. 16. Oh, effortlessly. Filge picks it up upside down, <coughs> is too proud to turn it around, but still is able to read it. <laughs> so it says that the evening has a complimentary fish all fish buffet. Is it, is it not all complimentary? Wait, <laughs> Dave, did it describe itself as an all fish buffet or an all seafood buffet? No, all fish. So what's the shrimp doing there? Mistake. That, that's not shrimp. <laughs> well, after the all fish buffet, um, the there is a... Okay, well, fuck you, Ben. You know what there is? First of all, there is a private performance by the Master of Revels. Uh, followed Ooh, I'm the Master of Revels. Yes! Well, there you go. All right, followed by... Ben's off the hook. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the three Bontiff sisters with their production of How It Happened, the true story. Hing, Alex, Simon, go. Ooh, this is how it happened, baby. They're all waiting backstage. <laughs> Okay, um, and then after that, Bob's, it just says Bob's and Dugnut private performance. Well, he <laughs> that's weird because he's the head of Cell 17. And the so. stage manager, no, you're sorry. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's my buddy. Wait, no, it says Portally Presents no, Bob's no, and no, Dugnut, no? No, it, says, it says there's a, bo- a private performance with Bob's and Dugnut, and what they do is they paint a big target on the stage... And they wait to see if anyone's going to go there. And all of us wait around. And we're like, <laughs> if he comes on the stage, I'm going to suck him off to death. No, I think it's. I think it's. What, what's happened is one of the one of the guards, um, Portly, has Bobson. Portly has said, "I'm a Bobson Dugnut impersonator." Yeah. And I want to. I want to. You know, because everybody's so yes. worried about him, I'm going to do a. And so after the after the bit. after the sisters Bontiff come up the stage, a harried stage manager with like a fairy on an earpiece in his ear. Oh, that's uh, so cute! Comes out and and do they flip between? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really and nice. It, he, he Great world building, Dave. He, thank you. He comes out and he says, uh, "Portly, your uh, your comic turn." Also, oh, this is actually happening now. It's so happening. Yeah. Now. We need you. We needed you backstage five minutes ago to put so, on your your costume. But the but the duke isn't even here yet. He hasn't arrived. The, the, the adjudicator will make his entrance at the 
climax of your piece. All right, well, um, you are the supporting act. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so Bobson comes out and describe what he sees. <laughs> He's sweaty. All right, so he looks up and he sees expectantly uh, about 40 dignitaries around. Um, as was requested by Porterly, a, he's wear, he has, there's a, like a, a hat stand with a quick change costumes on it. There's a table that has three small eggs, a magic wand, and a sharp, very sharp dagger. Okay, now, we know that Bobson from, from the previous um, chapter is not good at improv. <laughs> So and and, and, uh, and, and uh, banknote knowing that kind of makes a, no, a knowing glance to Bobson uh, and uh, is waiting side of stage and sort of giving him a thumbs up like if you need me I'm right here don't worry. Okay. Sorry, is he with you? We understood it was just to be you on. We can get him back in his chair. No, I'm I'm a professional. You've booked me to be a corporate entertainer, and I have a retinue. You're okay. <laughs> I know what a retinue is. <laughs> so he comes out on stage. And he goes, Hello, I'm not Bobson Tugnut. Yes, and? But if I was, God, I'd have a big dick. <laughs> Boo! The ha- have little dick, everyone knows. But, it, but it'd be... But, but, it'd, but it'd, I'd hate it. <laughs> anyway, guys, have you heard the latest out of the resistance? Gosh, um, they're a bunch of, um, they're a bunch. <laughs> oh, but, but, uh, do, do, do you need a, do you need a hand? Can you give me a line? Okay, yep. Um, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come out. Okay. okay. No, 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 just give me, a, give no, me a I, joke. Okay, give me a joke. What, what do you mean? Give you a joke? I don't. I, don't, I have a material about Bob's. Say something. I'll okay. Say. Um, I don't know. My, my, my name's Bob's Dugnut. My Dug name's Dug. Bob's Dugnut. And sometimes when I'm scared, my dick goes inside myself. And sometimes when I come, I come inside myself. Sometimes when I'm scared, my dick goes inside myself. When I come inside myself. <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! Oh, <laughs> 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 well, what a rip tickler. <laughs> but how In- does the crowd take that, though? Because, because in fairness, David... It's a performance role, Dave. In fairness... That feels like a performance role. In you know, fairness... <laughs> probably with advantage because he's being helped by his friend Banknote. There Did you, you know what I, I was going to suggest? Sell 17, more like sell out 17, which might have been, you know, a little less on the nose than... But, um... But my if, dick goes inside myself when I come inside myself. But... When he's scared. But in, fairness, but, in fairness, but in fairness, David, they don't like him. You have had three months... By yourself to do whatever, whatever bullshit you wanted to do. We Get were doing system. Zoom recordings. So, we could cut so it out. So just roll these two dice and see how the audience feel with advantage. Yeah. So it's so, so, <laughs> what it is? It's a performance check. I'll, I'll DM this bit, Ben. It's a performance check. <laughs> DC fifteen, but you get advantage because you're being helped by your friend Banknote. And also, I'd say that they're really receptive to anything bad about Bob's and Doug. Absolutely. Totally. And totally. we can all admit it would be bad if when you got scared, your dick went inside itself. When so you that's came an eighteen. Well, I think that beats... That beats... Hey, um, Ben, congratulations on succeeding in that role. The crowd goes wild and really enjoys your hilarious joke. Oh, gosh, um, yeah. Oh, gosh, I'm Bobson Dugnut and I, um, um... Go say it again. But then there is a drum roll and two spotlights hit the far um, end of the room. You are instantly smothered in darkness as a huge banner descends, obscuring 
Bobson from the stage as it says, We love the Duke LaCroix. The drum roll continues, and then six trumpeteers dressed like cherubim all stand up, which is to say nappies and wings, all stand up playing on their six little horns as there is a crack, a thunderous crash, and the door bursts open, ripped apart by two clap. Grab claws as Pompilibus LaCroix works his way into the room astride his mechanical beast, the Apparatus Banknote. Oh, all of this is from me? <laughs> you should not have. You should not have. I would have preferred something so much smaller, so much more humble, something like a... He walks forward. One of his feet has gotten trapped by spearing through a chair and he's trying to shake it off. It doesn't matter. Um, oh, I'm, I'm 40. <laughs> Again. <laughs> anyway, uh, so you see, I have this, um, I say, uh, crab. <laughs> and um, it is. So that's good. <laughs> so that's like a nice thing for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Most people turn 40 and they don't get like a crab. <laughs> Or maybe they get the crabs. I've been drinking. So, um, anyway, what's next? (laughs) Uh, What's next on the rundown, Dave? Uh, The the rundown after that, it just says um, Queen Tribute Band, 45 minutes. Uh, This will be hell. Hey, um, (laughs) those four guards, the ones that um, exposed the traitor. Oh, by the way, he was a traitor. He died. You know? So wait, we wait, killed him. Wait, how, 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 how did you know he was a traitor? Oh, because we were like, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, and then stab, he died. So, you we're going to do an inside check to see if Banknote knows if torture works or not. <laughs> I guess I want to know if, if Brandon was really a traitor and we just killed one of our own, or if, like, okay. I mean, what are you checking there? Uh, inside. Uh, so I got a seven. Dave, do I know anything? <laughs> Do less, I know anything, Dave? Less even. What's in my brain? Less even than you think. So anyway, these heroes, these 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 wonderful Inquisitor boys. Uh, no, not Inquisitor. That was another season. Judicator. Judicator boys, look at them. Clap them, everybody. On my fortieth birthday, I want them to join me in my private and box. And he pulls a lever on the panel in front of him, and the eye, two eye stalks pop out of the crab and shine floodlights at your table. Oh, that's so that's fucking cool. cool. That's I want cool. that fucking crab. So join me, please. Uh, hop on my back, as you say, and we will ascend to my private box. Escapa, 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 escapa. So you'll jump onto the back of it, and yep. he climbs up, gouging, it has to be said. Huge, like, claw marks in the ionic columns on the side of the theatre, ripping off most of the balcony, and then alighting daintily in the box with his legs kicking aside most of the chairs. To and make then he space. gets handed a note. He's like, oh, yes, and um, your next act, uh, crazy little thing called gloves. <laughs> and then the Queen Tribute Band comes on. <laughs> They're called Crazy Little Thing Girl Gloves? Yeah. With, with a company magician. Can we hear a little bit of that from uh, the Wait, musician? Do, uh, are they yeah. a tribute yeah. band or do they do parodies? Do they do, are they doing a parody song? No, they're, well, no, they're a tribute band. It's up to it's it's really up to them. Do you know the words to this, Cardi? Hey, welcome! Uh, it's so glad to be here. Wow, what a great place! We are the Queen Tribute Band. 
Yo, my name's Mike. It's just one guy running around to different instruments. <laughs> yeah, my name's Mike, and I'm the drummer. Yeah, my name's Bill, and I play bass guitar. I want you to do crazy little thing called love. And I know almost all the world. One, come on, guys. One, two, three, four. I do up, a world up, a little crazy thing called love. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, everyone. This should be a great yeah. audience. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Oh, that was the whole thing. Um, that was the whole thing. But it's More funny. of it was introductions of band members than singing, I must say. You know what, Gibbs, you're right. You are as um, uh, perceptive of traitors as you are of lackluster musical acts. LaCroix, let us talk of the next steps for crushing the resistance. Oh my goodness, Please, it is my 40th again. <laughs> Did you hear me say it before? Yeah. Oh, okay. we laughed so loud. Uh, it was like a quiet laugh. Like, you Oh, know, you like yeah, were Yeah, so funny though. Anyway. It's interesting, Gibbs. Your voice seems to have changed quite a bit. Oh, you, we met before, obviously. Well, like in the last like five minutes. <laughs> you had like a sort of pseudo cockney thing going on. Oh, me forgot about that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, me haven't. Me voice changed when I had my birthday recently as well. Oh, uh, yes. Guess how old me is? Oh, my goodness. 21. What? Oh, what? I hate you. Again. I hate you. Oh, <laughs> that is so funny. Anyway, uh, oh my God, this resistance thing. Uh, Am I right? Tell me everything you know. Oh my God, 17. You know, everybody says, and this is like the worst thing for me. Yeah. Everybody says like 17, 17, 17, you know. I know them. I actually know them. You know, cell 17? Yeah, I know them. Like I worked for them for a bit. And it's so embarrassing for me because like... They were like my bosses or whatever, but they're like, uh, it's fine. So what your what your plan f- for them? Like they're your bosses, you want to, you know, kill them or? Oh my god, if I ever see them again, I will like take my little crab claw and I will shove it up the bottom. <laughs> you shove them in the bottom with your crab claw. Yeah, I will shove. Oh god, get out. Yeah. You know. You, would you be a little bit happy to see them? You think for old times' sake? Oh my goodness, they ruined my life. But also, there were the best thing to happen to me, you know. While they're talking, so there are some other. Yes, yeah, La- Lacroix is in the cockpit of the crab. Yes, and you are now off the crab, and there are a couple of other seats in the imperial box. But what if I didn't want to get off the crab? If you wanted to sit behind, you wouldn't yeah, be able to see I the stage. Say, I wanted to sit on the crab, and then I just wanted to slowly. Are you Patrick Swayze ghosting him? Yeah, I wanted to slowly inch forward and undo the drawstrings on my pants, <laughs> releasing the shrimp into the cockpit. That would, but that, that, that's not how it's going to work. You're not in the cockpit. Uh, you're on the shiny... You're on the, the, the barrel side. The carapace? I'm the carapace. The, but I couldn't yeah. edge forward and put my feet in and yeah, just... I tell you what, if you get around the front of him so that you're sitting on the levers and consoles and your legs are straddling him So you the want front, me to seduce him, is that what you're saying? <laughs> 
that's what it would take. Okay, all right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that and in mind. And when you say private box, is this like a balcony yes. sort of thing? Okay. It's a, like a Phantom of the Opera situation. Ah. So if you... Um, and there are a couple of other seats there as well. There are seats for all of you. You can see your seat is next to a woman that you recognise. No, you don't recognise. A severe-looking um, high-elf woman with a, a kind of Uma Thurman haircut. What era? Um, in, a, and a priest's collar and a priest's chip. Okay. Mm. Which movie? Oh, like Pulp Fiction. Okay. <laughs> All right. Harsh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, tra- tra- um, caravan huddle. And there's a, there's there are, there's another two figures behind you as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, caravan huddle. Yes. I'm I'm going to try something, and I think it could be pretty cool. Um, c- can you can you guys back me up? Sure. Okay, okay. We've got you, buddy. Yeah, um, I'm cool. Okay. I'm cool with anything. Just flow with it. I've I'm up said for a fun time. Oh, very right. chill. Yeah, yeah. Just super aunt. chill. Let's so do it. So chill, Desant. Um, uh, Duke Lacroix. Uh, yes. You know, it's funny. I heard there was going to be a magician here tonight, but I haven't seen one yet, and I was wondering, do you want to see a magic trick? Oh. <laughs> You gotta see Juves do his magic. Yes, you know, my so name f- is Juves. Do you know it's so funny? Um, there is a reason that I do not know that um, magicians have been banned from Duke's Revels for like the past like five <laughs> years, I think. Um, oh, why is that? Well, I don't know. I mean, it was before my time, but I think there was some unpleasantness, and we well, decided. As the new Duke, surely one way for you to put your stamp on this town and this city and your reign would be to lift that pad and allow, say, an amateur magician such as myself to show you a trick. Oh, do you do magic tricks? I do but it is, a it fantastic is, it magic it trick. It is the opposite of the, the, the Revels slogan and he points at the banner which says, Welcome to the Duke's Revels. We do not want to see a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I believe someone said there was going to be magicians here, Dave. Uh, look, I, I'm not saying he's, he's completely against the idea. He has been drinking um, and doing... Doing several lines. This feels like a persuasion test for me. No, 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 you do not need to. I would like to see a magic trick. Um, excuse me, court. And he, like, the court stops. Does he have that power? The, the tribute band stops. The tribute band stops and his claw, like, he's not used to, like, his claw just, like, thonks out a part of the wall, basically. <laughs> Uh, this uh, adjudicator here is an amateur magician and he's going to show us some magic tricks, which is fun for me and, of course, for okay, you. Uh, well, I think everyone would like uh, to... Sorry, uh, I'm going to take my place on stage. And I think... Could, could, I get, could I get, please, a um, just maybe a volunteer from the audience? I know. Why not LaCroix himself, the Duke? Oh, my goodness! Would you like to do magic trick? Yes, Wonderful, 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 wonderful. I think this is going to take a persuasion check. Um, so the crowd, the crowd clapped. You know, people feel peer pressure. They're like, oh, yeah, you gotta. You know, yeah, I so said take I was, advantage. I said I was going to be nice to you, so no, no, that's fine. No, this isn't the nice. I don't want this to be the nice thing. Let me, ch- let me check it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fucking negotiation. I, I want I'll, another I'll, nice right, thing I'll that's not this. DC fifteen. Uh, yeah, nineteen oh, and twenty. I fucking smashed 19, it. Nineteen yeah. twenty. Right. Okay, well, and then he climbs back down the balustrade with okay. his like crab thing. Um, so uh, I think he probably killed somebody doing that too. <laughs> like, so. 
Dave, because this is just like a regular kind of like theatre, you said there were flies and stuff there, yeah. which is what makes people fly in the theatre, right? That means there's probably ropes around. Yeah, no, no, 60... so I said there are eight fly lines. Great, there's probably like 60 feet of rope somewhere that I'll just grab from somewhere. That's well, great. Wait, no, sorry, um, you're so... just going to... No, hang on, hang on, because I know no, you don't because... spend a lot of time in a theatre. Just so I understand, you're going to stand on the stage. There is. There's a big piece of rope just tied to a string over there, and you're going to untie it and grab that piece of rope? What's the worst thing that could happen? Is that what you want to do? I need. I just. Need, there's always like coils of rope. Yeah, there's a coil of rope. It, it seems to be just hooked up to a hook on the side of the stairs. Yeah, it seems to be in like this kind of a circle with a candle yeah, in there. So. Yeah. Okay. I'll take. I'll take that rope, Dave. Why? Okay. Roll a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> fuck, fuck. The saving of that sentence makes you think, doesn't it? Uh, oh. oh, that's a that's a one. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> This is the episode that all the dragon friends and audience learn about fly lines. <laughs> right, running around, Wid has to say a manic glee in his eyes. Um, banknote, you race over to the wall and you go, ah, oh, yes, quickly, look around. Uh, why not the Duke? Excellent, you stand over there. Okay. Runs, you run. Can I hear all this target, please? Yes. Yep. And you run over to the fly line and you as quickly untie a rope. And as you do, out of the corner of your eye, you see the stage manager with a fairy in his eye suddenly look at you, panic, and bolt towards you as you quickly unsling the line and I'm just going to roll at random one of we'll say I said that there were four lines so this is a d4 um, now the fourth one is no, you said there were eight lines eight lines thank you eight D- lines four flymen yeah. which again it doesn't make any sense seems excessive the eighth one is the chandelier um, one to four is the surprise production of cabbages uh, five to seven five to six is a trapdoor underneath banknote seven is a trapdoor underneath LaCroix and a huge Suddenly, there is a crack and a rip and a tear, and slamming onto the stage behind you is the crumpled set of a production of. So somebody took all my cabbages. That Daggerford famous. It did make it. It It was going to make it. It was going. Oh my god! It was the final. I'm so happy. It was the final act in the revels, and twelve horrified children dressed as cabbages stand in the sides as their set. Smashes down on um, on mostly the stage. It has to be said, the stage manager and also the Eubank note who takes ten hit points of damage. Ten? Oh, fuck! You I dropped a set on your head. Okay, okay. But uh, and the rope slips out. Um, Kabuki's out over the pulley system and slams down on the ground beside you. So there is a rope. Kabuki is a great verb, and I encourage but all of you to use it. It's like a kabuki drop. But everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. So I'm there's going... a, no, but also everybody suddenly all the drunk. Dignitaries stop and look in horror as part of the set collapses. Oh, I'm top, I'm top, all part of the show. <laughs> Bravo! Oh, uh, do you know what? You're I bleeding do- at this point. <laughs> I don't actually. Um, this man is a war hero, so let's give him a clap. But I don't want to be part of this anymore. I don't think. <laughs> you need to get off because that was horrible. <laughs> Are you sure you know what is the... Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And, and back note goes... Uh, but goes. I have a nephew, a small nephew, a rotund little nephew who I think would enjoy this. Oh, I, yes. I just... I mean, Dave, come on. Don't make me kill a fucking kid. It's <laughs> Dave, come on, man. Uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, come down, cinnamon. Fuck. And a tiny... I don't have a non-lethal Hello! Version of that. <laughs> a strange, a little six-year-old child Dave. with a lollipop larger than his face, wearing blue bathers. I am ready for the magic trick. Precious rainbow. I am ready for the magic trick. I'm 
magic. I love that. I want to be a magician the one day too. Spinning. He skips onto the stage. Excuse me, is something behind your ear? Now, little Cinnamon, I know that you have been very excited and you have been such a good boy with your civic work with local charities. Oh, they're all with the very sick. Now, I, when I went on this stage, a banknote told me to stand on this cross here. So you stand on that cross. And I will. And remember, do your best. Your mother couldn't take any more heartbreak. Now, first of all, LaCroix, thank you so much for, for, for leaving me with this uh, person who you obviously care about a lot. You would say they're probably one of the most precious people to you in the world? Not really. He's just very sad. <laughs> um, so you have no emotional... So he's, I no, he's my nephew. He's my nephew. But I, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't like... In a hostage situation, I wouldn't give a shit. Okay, what? never mind then, never what mind. Is what is it? What is it? Grandfather? Oh, <laughs> I mean, a hostage situation oh, yes. is what happens. I understand. When yes, yes, very good. I'm just so sick. <laughs> and, he, and he sticks his lollipop in a pocket and All pulls right. out a string of sausages and starts to eat them. Okay, Dave. Uh, well, um, Banknote very quickly folds up the runes of rope trick that was, he was going to perform. Um, What's the runes of rope trick? As in, I was, I was going to cast a thing called rope trick, but even Banknote doesn't want to kill this little kid. <laughs> even does... Banknote, he's a good guy! He's a very good boy! Where does um, LaCroix go? LaCroix um, steps back respectfully. Um, into Still the... in a crab? Yeah. <laughs> so the crab steps back <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> Destroying two more tables. And then he sort of wedges himself in between the wreckage of those tables, watching and hits you with the spotlights again. Hey, sorry, okay. how big is this crab? I just need to, like, is it, like, what's the... the, the, the... It's, it has, it's got space for a cockpit up the front and make two people maybe could sit in the back of it. Uh, so it's a giant. Is it a crab. tank? Is it a car? It's, it's, a, it's a tank. It's a mate with which you know four people, two or three or four people could fit. So in. like a hatchback, like a Pulsar. It's the size of a. It's the Honda size Barina? of a Honda Civic, of a Kia Sorento. <laughs> it's the size of a Toyota Yaris, I reckon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But right. with Good. but with legs and claws. Yeah, yeah. 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 In, in fact, a Toyota Yaris is perfect. You. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> That amount of people can fit in it. Yeah, okay. But like okay. I said, there's a big throne at the back of it, in the front yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Dave, Baston's going to make his way downstairs and he wants to stand by the rope that's securing the the, flight sh- tower? the chandelier. So the stage manager is now guarding it, but you can stand next to him. So we have a, so the chandelier's in the middle of the room, Yes, right? but it's all connected to the fly tower. Damn it. And the stage manager's still standing there and he nods and smiles at you. He's incredibly nervous because most of the sets have been destroyed. Okay. Okay, my nephew is uh, standing. Everyone has... Oh, my goodness, guys. Um, Oh, and in, like, two minutes' time, I have to go do this stupid prayer. You know, um, the Duke prays for the... um, Blah, 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 blah. Two Dukes ago, he died. So, you're welcome. Um, But let's do it. Uh, Okay. Um, So, uh, Banknote's going to try and make a distraction because he knows that Bobby and... Um, Filge and uh, Baston are planning something else because he's seen Baston go up to the chandelier. Um, so what he's going to do is like, ha ha ha! Well, you before you just saw, you, you made a coin appear from behind my ear, which was very impressive, young man. Oh, thank you very much. I tried so hard in front of my mirror, but what if I made you 
disappear. Ah! And he's going to cast invisibility on the young man. Ooh. Okay. This is, this is there's a blink, and everyone thinks you're an amateur magician, correct? Mm. Yes. So you wave your hand, and with the assumption that you that this is amateur magic, there is a. Uh, whoosh, and the child turns transparent. And everybody is very impressed because this is quite mundane for a wizard to do in this world. But as a piece of theatre illusion, it's mm. quite impressive. As you can see, ladies and gentlemen, there are no mirrors here. There are no tricks. Um, I mean, sorry, there are mirrors and tricks. It's not magic. Um, <laughs> it's a fine line, isn't it? <laughs> it's a fine, fine line. As you can see, it's a, no, don't be alarmed. It's all spoken mirrors. It's all a trick. Don't worry. It's very safe. Aren't you, young man? I can't see my hands. <laughs> I can't blink. My eyelids are transparent. <laughs> the voice is growing increasingly demented and terrified. Oh, no! <laughs> Bump, 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 bump. And then there's a thump. And then as a, as a figure smashes into the side of the proscenium arch, there's a dent in it and then a smash on the ground. And then there's a donk, donk. And then something falls out of the localised area of invisibility and a lollipop flops out onto the stage. And the crow's like, where'd he seem to have fun? Um, well done. Thank you, thank you. That was what I planned to do all along. That was, the, and that it was is, a lot sorry, of fun for sorry, everyone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That was that was the trick. Uh, I mean, I could do another one with you if you want. It's just with children, you don't want to mess about. They could get hurt. You know, I didn't want to do the real no, trick. Of course. Um, good, good. Hey, look, I've got to go do this prayer thing. So, um, could you just do like a tight five to? Well, before before I, I before I go for the prayer, if you have another trick. I reckon Cinnamon can take it. I just bring him back. And no, no, it really, it really, no, it really shouldn't be done by uh, a child, no, especially I, one that isn't. I don't know, a, 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 You are so proud of this trick, and oh, I want to do something no, nice for you. And no, I'll I don't. Tell you what, we're going to do, Cinnamon. Cinnamon, are you still there, my little uh, humperdink? Um, while this is happening, my little bratwurst. Um, Bobby's going to cast my little pimpernickel. Phantasmal force on the duke. Sorry, you want to cast? Yes, Phantasmal Force, um, so that the Duke thinks that the crab is attacking him, so that the claws of the crab are coming out of control and are, like, snipping at him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you're, you're, now you're still standing up in the balcony, is that right? Yes. Ooh, what's the range? Is he in range? No, 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 he is definitely He's in range. He's trying to you on range. 60 feet, 60 no, feet. No, 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 no. Okay, um, so you, um, you... Grab so you so you start casting the spell phantasmal force, which is that the we've talked about this the uh, he said googling very 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 quickly. So what phantasmal force does is it, it makes it, it, you have to you have to uh, succeed on a check. Uh, I think it's charisma saving throw. Intelligence check. Intelligence check. And yeah. if you don't, you get feared. That's right. So you start to cast the spell. You stand up on your on your. Um, you're the only person there. Is that correct? Let me just understand this again. Yeah, I've left about. You're standing by the fly tower. Filge is with Bobby, I think. Filge oh, yeah, with true. Bobby. You're downstairs on the stage. So Filge and Bobby, I need you both to make for me very quickly perception checks. No, Ooh. with disadvantage because you're casting a spell, Bobby. Ooh. Okay. Tell me if uh, anyone I got gets a 18. Seven. Two. Oh, sorry, nine. Not good. 
Two perception check. A two yep. and a nine. nine. So you start to cast the spell and you can see it in your mind's eye as your eyes glow golden and you can see uh, the foot LaCroix beginning to attack himself, demented, inside the spell. And as you are issuing those final forbidden bardic words, you hear in an arcanic, draconic voice behind you, counterspell. And the spell dies in your hands as the two figures that I said were seated behind you rise. I thought they were in front of me. No, no, at the very back of the seat. They turn and they rise. And one of them is, you see now as they step out of the shadows, is dressed in what looks like a kind of severe Edwardian suit. The other in a kind of dark funerary gown with a heavy veil. As she points her hand, the counterspell complete. And she says, no, no, my friend, it would not be good to interrupt our master while he works and she draws the veil aside and you can see the face of Isabella Le Fay, one of the two vampire thralls that attacked you the last time that you were in. And can I say that some guests here smell like toffee? <laughs> some guests here smell like boiled sweets? Oh, are these the annoying, two annoying kids? Yes, very Got much Got it, so. yep, yep. Ah, that's and, the bit I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and raising, uh, as she pulls the veil aside, you see, as you stare into her pallid, beautiful face, she re- she she opens her mouth and gives out an ungodly scream as Dorian smirks and says, Father, there are some here who should not be here. And she calls out mass anti-magic field and casts it through the room, blinking out all of your illusions, revealing the dragon friends amongst the party, each of them on the stage by the fly tower as the guests start in horror as LaCroix blanches in fear and presses a button on his console, creating a sort of, I guess, spell retardant shield that rises up in front of him as he operates the banknote apparatus ready to once and for all destroy Cell 17, defeat the Dragon Friends, win the praise of his master Strahd and prove once and for all that he is ready to rule this Daggerford in these forgotten realms by this water deep in this world in these nine known worlds that contain the dragon friends thank you King I'm gonna be honest that w- that's not your nice thing you haven't had your nice thing yet I appreciate that. You're going to get your nice thing. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Simon Graner, and Michael Hill. Our Dungeon Master is Dave Harmon with NPC voices provided by Ben Jenkins and live accompaniments by Tom Cardi. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is edited, mixed, and mastered by me, Hugh Guest, and this week's episode was recorded live at the Vanguard in Sydney. Until next time. Where's Baston? He was training in the jungle, bombing pancakes. He was running with the wolves. Where was Fields? Learning to read from the talking dog, yeah. Where's Banknote? He runs his papa's company. Dark Lord Strides. He's a very naughty man. Finally together. The life of hope we call the dragon friend. Here's a, here's a little, here's a little peek behind the curtain. I happen to know... That David Harmon does not eat anything from no. the sea. Nothing. So no, nothing. I don't, I not, a, not a single thing. Yeah. Not even the humble chip. The, the, I, do I eat a ship? Yeah, you know, fish and chips—they come from the sea. Fish, yeah. It's chips, not ships. Simon. No, no chips. 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 Yeah, chips don't come from the sea. Sure, they do. Yeah. You deep fry them, and you they make come them. from the ship shop. <laughs> what do you mean?
mean? Wait, Shave, well, do you think the chips don't come from don't the sea? Don't you fuck with me. Don't you fuck with wait, me. Wait, wait, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Chips come from. Where do you think chips come from? I, they're made from potatoes. Lies! Lies! Maybe during the war in England, in the Second World War, they used potatoes instead of fish. If you, no, 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 not like ones you just. You're go thinking of scallops, regular. right? No, no, the chips that you get like at a fucking like hot chicken and fish and chip scallops. Shop. Why else would a they fish, sell? Dude, they come from a shell. Fish and chips together. If chips weren't mined or like farmed out of the ocean. Are you? Are you I actually? Are you actually serious? No, but scallops for real are fish. All right, look, we're wasting too much. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> we'll talk about this later, Dave. Can, honestly, Dave, you need to I Google mean, this you later. Cut it out. But um, <laughs> I just, I just looked into his eyes and saw the fear, and I thought we should stop. Yeah. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.